When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 2066. Does your partner often get angry and shut down emotionally? By Natalie Edwards with tinybuddha.com. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in once again to Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm Greg Audino. So happy to have you here for a new week as we look for new ways to understand and improve upon our relationships. Today, we're going to check out a post from Tiny Buddha that shows us just how much we can learn from our family histories, how they affect our relationship behavior, and how we can manage this uh, chain reaction, if you will, with our partners. So let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Does Your Partner Often Get Angry and Shut Down Emotionally? By Natalie Edwards with tinybuddha.com Quote, Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate. That's by Carl Jung. Three years ago, I was on top of the world, after realizing I had fallen in love with my best friend. Relationships this rare are beautiful, until one vital piece of them breaks down clear communication. Although I didn't know it at the time, when my ex and I came together as a couple, rather than being in love, we were both just mirroring each other's deep unconscious pain. His mother had walked out on him at a young age, and my mother had unconsciously shut me down emotionally at a similar time in my life due to her pain and frustration with the reality she had created. I was not my most wise when I was with my ex, and I certainly wasn't connected to my highest self. Instead, I was living from my mother's pain, which I had taken on as my own, and I was putting undue amounts of pressure on my partner to step up and be the man I was waiting for him to be, instead of accepting and loving him for the one he already was. So many of us do this, but it's not our fault. If our parents only ever show us how to behave in childish or selfish ways, then that's what we're going to default to when we're under pressure in our own relationships. I watched my mother behave resentfully toward my father on a regular basis when he did something that in her eyes was inherently wrong. I watched her shut him out for working late or not living up to her expectations because she was struggling but unable to communicate how she was feeling. Then, whenever my partner did the same thing to me and I also considered it unjust, I activated my mother's pain and everything she had taught me as a child. Consequently, I did the exact same thing to him, toxically damaging the trust between us. What I didn't realize was that I needed to fully heal the wounds of my past. Without first doing my own healing work around my relationship with my mother, 
and really understanding what she was going through, I could never fully love or trust a man, whether that man was my best friend of 15 years or not. It appears that most people are recovering from a broken heart caused by one or both of their parents. I was brokenhearted, not from the so-called flaws in my partner and our relationship, although there were many issues, but from the deep, unconscious sadness that stemmed from never experiencing real love. If our parents are never educated on how to show us love, how can we hope to give that to ourselves and then create a strong foundation on which to meet a partner? It's hard to show our true feelings to the person closest to us in our adult life, if as kids we were repeatedly told to shut up every time we started crying. My mother's behavior, learned from her own mother, made me numb and often terrified. She taught me that I needed to be perfect, and I unconsciously expected the same perfection of my partner. Because my mother had exhibited cruel behavior toward me when I was a child, I often didn't feel safe to express myself around my partner and just be who I really was. So, I often activated pain and anger that wasn't mine, but was actually hers. I didn't feel permission to ask for what I really wanted in my relationship or anywhere else in my life. My ex and I were products of loveless marriages, full of fighting, anger, and emotional numbing. That is the education that many of us receive on relationships as kids, and so that is what many of us perceive as normal. Then we carry that education into our own adult relationships and interactions. My ex's stories and mine matched. Neither of us had parents that showed us what it really meant to feel safe and secure. If we could all learn how to tap into and release our subconscious pain and understand each other and our differences, our relationships would take on a completely different form. I didn't know how to communicate my feelings without my partner feeling judged or rejected because I had such a backlog of unprocessed emotion. In the same way, he didn't know how to fully let me know he loved and supported me without feeling that he had to risk his masculinity and pride by being intimate and letting me into his heart. If we misunderstand each other and make assumptions that our partners don't want to support us, we continually shut them down emotionally. So, here's what we need to understand and remember when our partner seems to be shutting down or struggling. We are not angry with you. Our hearts were broken at a young age, and we are not always aware of how deep that pain goes or how to communicate that to you. We don't require you to troubleshoot for us when we're struggling. We simply long for you just to listen to us talk about how we're feeling and hold us in your arms when we're not feeling good enough. We don't mean to take our frustration out on you. We've just forgotten how to really love and nurture ourselves because we were never shown how to connect to ourselves on a deeper level and put ourselves first. You can remind us that it's more than okay to do that at the times you can see our strength wavering. When we pull away, it's not really the person you can see in front of you that's doing this. It's the terrified child inside of us who has been frozen in time and who's still scared of getting their feelings hurt. Sometimes that child just needs a reassuring hug. There is no doubt that our parents can mess us up emotionally. But it's up to us to change the stories we've been conditioned to believe are our reality. Really, all that was playing out in my relationship was the result of what both of our parents had shown us. I denied the painful feelings of my parents' divorce and played that story out unconsciously with my partner. Most people exist in relationships unconsciously. But if we're serious about creating real and healthy partnerships, we need to become conscious.
It's about finding the best in each other every single day and co-creating an epic and expansive life together that allows two people to grow as individuals as well as together. It's time for all of us to wake up and do the necessary work to understand each other so that we can coexist on this planet without pain and learn to live only from love. You just listened to the post titled, Does Your Partner Often Get Angry and Shut Down Emotionally? by Natalie Edwards with tinybuddha.com. And be sure to hang around for my commentary right after this. Okay, and thank you so much to Natalie for this post. I really love the introspection she exemplified here. I think articles like these do a good job of reminding us uh, not only how much we can learn about ourselves, but also the great benefits that come from doing so. But separate from that, if there's one thing I'd like to leave you with today, it would be the reminder that for as powerful as these influences from our parents are, we are not powerless over them. If we can examine our parents' behaviors, where they come from, and the effect that they have on us, we are better able to choose how we want to learn from them. Do we want to learn by repeating these actions? Or do we want to see them as guideposts on how not to live? What inclinations to look out for within ourselves? Or something similar. So, learn from your parents and your history. But decide what you want these lessons to do for you. Believing that you have control over how to use these experiences, that's the first step. So. With that, we are going to wrap things up for today, everybody. Thank you again, and as always, for tuning in and doing right by your relationships in doing so. Have a terrific start to your week, and be sure to come back again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.